All right, everyone, I am back again. My name is Ayana Brown, and today's guest is going to be someone who is very dear to me. I have been knowing him for quite some years now. He is truly uh, Black excellence at his finest. Um, he's very well versed in many subjects, and he is also an, also an educational um, leader in our community. And um, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself. How you doing, Miss Diana? And I want to say thank you so much for the opportunity you've given me to speak within your podcast. And we thank able, you. Thank you. Chop it up with you and give you some, you know, pick each other's brains for a second. Absolutely. Um, again, my name is Brandon Ford. I am an educator at Dunbar Elementary. I, I gradu- graduated from the University of West Georgia, double major in psychology and education. Ooh. Early education at that. Um, okay. I um, have taught from grades K to fifth grade, versed in many subjects, uh, math, English, science, social studies, you know, so I have like a whole general broadening of the, you know, the education system. Okay. So that's going to be very useful on our topics today. So just to kind of fill you in on the first half of this podcast, I did cover how I believe that representation in the school place is very important, especially for young children. And especially, you know, with me and you both being minority children, mm-hmm. um, you being a black male teacher is very important. Right. Uh, and that was one of the points that I made in the first half of the podcast. Uh, and secondly, I do believe that we can make for a better tomorrow through educational curriculums, because I do feel as though, you know, our children are dealing with real life issues in today's society that you know probably that wouldn't have occurred years ago not even 15 20 years ago Mm -hmm. but now we're dealing with these real real life situations because we're in the we're in the age of edu of of technology excuse me Mm -hmm. um so you know children are being uh shown you know regular day-to-day lives they're being pushed out into a world that they're not quite ready ready for. for. I I, I feel the exact same way. So, you know, um, they start to uh, have disassociative problems. You know, they're dealing with, you know, racism, um, self-hate. They don't know themselves. And, you know, I didn't know it was real at first until I started seeing children as young as four and five not think that they're beautiful or not think that, you know... Uh, they're worthy of what they're doing. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions just to kind of get your feedback on it. So how do you feel about um, educational curriculum, seeing as though you've taught for five years and you do teach uh, our youth? Okay, how, how I, my honest opinion of the curriculum system, like you stated before, I do feel like that there are a lot of things that there are, that there's... A lack of in our in our curriculum system. I feel okay. like a lot of times that a lot of things that I feel like we we should be able to implement into uh, for our kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that we that we need to be able to teach them, not just to go to the next level, but just or to the next grade, but to actually be able to survive out there in the world because the world is changing. It is the world drastically. Is, the world is changing every day. We even even through this whole COVID stuff, it, this the teacher has has changed completely in okay. my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that there, there there needs to be some type of adaptation that we need to give us. But that, that's even that was even before COVID. Okay. I, was, I feel like that we need to give more leadership. 
practicing. We need to get more team building practicing. We need to give more entrepreneurship tra- uh, um, types of, you know, not not I'm say training or learning experiences. Okay, so um, I definitely agree on that. And as far as team building, what do you mean by team building? Um. Okay. Well, when I say when I say team building, I want to say like like a lot of kids don't. A lot of kids and even adults don't don't know how to really work together. Okay. A lot of people don't know. I agree. A lot of people don't know. A lot of kids or I, I keep saying adults, but a lot of a lot of kids, minors, uh, yeah. minors, uh, don't know how to construct uh, conduct themselves in a group or large form. It's, it's a lot of types of chaos or a lot of types of ways that kids don't know how to react yeah. to certain types of. Um, assignments that we give them or group work that that we assign them because they there are a lot of kids don't know how to think for themselves think for they sit yeah take the words right out of my mouth see picking each other's brain already yeah. <laughs> i got you <laughs> i'm following they, they, already they don't know how to think for themselves or they don't know how to um do the experience even though we're in the group they're still asking for help which right. y'all if, if, I, if i sit if i sit sally may uh, Amber and Mike all together. I expect you four to come together with a conclusion. Yes, I, I've given you the tools or the instructions given, but I want you, I want I want you to be able to pick your own each other's brains and be able to find a solution the solution to the problem I gave you. Not Absolutely. not not just always. That's another thing. Running for help. Like I want I want kids to be able to be more independent. Yeah. That that's why that's why that's why I feel I feel like the curriculum system is lack of it's it's we're not getting our kids ready to be independent. independent. Oh, absolutely. I definitely agree with that because you know, like and I keep reverting back to society today because it's so prominent. Like it's so everything I think about when it comes to society, I think about how you know, beauty standards are being shaped and how it's affecting our children Mm -hmm. or how, you know, or belief systems. Like, you know, everyone is a follower. And I feel like, you know, it's it's becoming so major. I don't even know the word for it, but it's becoming so major that children can't think for themselves. So it's like everybody's TikToking or Mm -hmm. everybody's like, you know, trying to do the same thing. Social media, social media. Yeah, everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to do that. But deep down, I even though they're putting themselves out there so much they're not learning social skills like they're not really learning how to not only learn themselves and and figure out who they are but they are becoming more reclusive they don't know how to express themselves properly because of you know the lack of basically free will because of everything that's going on around them yeah i i definitely would have it, I feel like if I did more leadership or lead, leadership roles, if I, if I even did, especially in like my early years, if I was put my, I, I didn't really take leadership roles until I got really to, to college. Uh huh. Or even when. Um, and when you say leadership roles, what do you mean? Like as far as like being in control of a, a, a program or being in control of a organization or to be in control or even being like leadership as far as like my work my where I work at. But like, I never I never really was able to take charge in something in my younger days. I, I How felt, do you think that would have benefited you as an adult now? I, I definitely would have been able to 
have way more levels of responsibility. Okay. I definitely be more responsible as an adult if I if I was given the opportunity to be more responsible. So, and I definitely agree with that because I didn't quite I didn't really take too many leadership roles even though I was I always had that personality where I was like the mother hen amongst most of my friends. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't have too much of any type of leadership responsibilities you know I was never the oldest child or whatever the case may be even though I was the best child just throwing it out there for everybody (laughs) (laughs) but um so there's a natural order to things and I know that people are some people are natural leaders and some people are natural followers Mm -hmm. and with our youth how what types of things do you think we could put in place so that we can start introducing our youth. And when I say our youth, I'm not really talking about like, you know, everyone, all of our K through 12, they, they need assistance. Mm-hmm. Even adults, we need assistance, but I'm talking about our, our babies that we can imprint on that we can start teaching at a young age. What type of programming do you think we should set in place so that, you know, we can start getting these children into these leadership positions mm-hmm. where, you know, they can feel more confident in themselves. They can feel more love. They can feel more successful because that is what is going to make our world a better place. Well, well, well two things uh, we, we do have. There are a lot of different mentorship okay. programs that, that has been implemented in, in the world today. But also that starts with the parents. We got to get the parents more involved and get them to understand that hey, your your child shows promise. You know, and 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 it's not just a a child in particular. It's all child. All children have potential to be leaders. Absolutely. All of them have potential to be leaders. So that's why we have we have these ment- these mentorship programs in place. There's uh, the Big Brother Big Sister program, um, and I'm also just just put out there. I'm a member of Cap Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. We have. Um, Guy Wright. Kappa Alpha Psi. Kappa Alpha Psi Incorporated, baby. Okay. So we have a uh, Guy Wright uh, program. We have Kappa League, which they will, we were able to teach um, young men how men should act, okay. how, to, how they should take charge, how they should carry themselves, and how they can make a difference in the world. Okay. And that's, and that, and that's, that's very what, positive. Yeah. And so um, we will, um, back, back in my college days, when I, when I used to... Um, uh, do uh, a, a mentor, mentorship program okay. as far as the big brother, big sister. We would take kids who who have been dealt with like emotional traumas or okay. who are delinquents, mm-hmm. who show less love, or who who, who felt abandoned. Okay. So we, we we would take them under our wings and we would. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, my, my mind is going everywhere That's now. That's okay. But, hey, but yeah, but okay. we, we would just take them under our wings. We will spend time with them, make them feel important. Uh, mentorship. Literally, when I say take them under our wings, we will take them under our wings and show them there is there is another bright side to life. There, there is an up, not and not a down. Right. And, and like I said, all, all, and if you go down, you can always get back up. up. Yeah. Cause we, like I said, when we, we hit bottom, the only time the only thing you can do is go up. Exactly. And, 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 that's, and that's what a lot of these kids also need. They just need somebody to reassurance, actually, and so that they if somebody cares. Yeah, like a lot of you, you, you don't know what kids get when when they come out that door. Exactly, when they leave, they leave our doors every day. So, and that, and that's what brings me to my next point. So, um, there is definitely a difference in educational systems, mm-hmm. uh, based off demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a product of you know a child that was raised 
in the educational system that wasn't the best and I still turned out pretty decent mm-hmm. and um and so have you been and so being a black male teacher how do you feel like that either enhances well I won't even say either because I know it enhances the children because me growing up I definitely I've never had a I've never had a male teacher growing up let alone a black male teacher. I would have loved to see a black man in my classroom teaching me something. I was grateful to have grown up with the father, but I know a lot of children mm-hmm. did not grow up, especially in my demographic. They A lot of children were one-parent households mm-hmm. or, you know, just never knew their fathers. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like those, being a black male teacher, how do you feel like your students have benefited from having you? I definitely, I definitely, we definitely are seeing eye to eye on the whole father figure thing. I've had uh, teacher, uh, teachers, I have kids who have looked up to me. Okay. I, have, I have kids who actually don't even want to leave my classroom because they want, they want to hang out with me or they want to help me clean up or help do the like. It's just mm-hmm. like I, 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 I see the effect I have on kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great, I, I, well, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm a great educator. But I'm also, I'm, I'm stern, I'm strict, and I get to the point of, of my thing. And I, and I feel like that's what my kids love about me the most. Mm-hmm. We have, don't get me wrong, we learn, we have fun, we have a good time, we have a good time. But I'm all about, Hey, let's let's get, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let, let's learn. Let, let's 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 find out how how, how can we solve this problem, mm-hmm. or how can we get this word right, or mm-hmm. how can we figure out uh, where this where this word goes in the sentence. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's let's get to the nitty and gritty of it. You know, and mm-hmm. and that's what my kids. I feel like they they got from me. Cause they, they they actually were able to get like a, a positive. They, they, I was able to give them a positive male role model. Okay, I definitely. Uh, I truly can think back on so many people that I feel like would have benefited from having. Now, don't get me wrong. We had some amazing, amazing female teachers right. growing up. Not, not, trying to, not trying to downplay them. Absolutely the, not. The women, the women did. They did their thing. Absolutely right. not. And they played their part as being nurturers. And they can be just as stern and things like that. But I definitely can see how a positive black male uh, role model for these children, especially being representation in the school. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can tell kids they can be whatever they want to be all day, but sometimes they just have to hear it for somebody else for mm-hmm. it to stick. So, um, I definitely uh I definitely feel like there like you stated before, there is some programs that are already set in place like Big Brother, Big Sister. Um do you think there is any other type of representation uh, that we can do, that we can form, or any other type of programs that you can think of that maybe one day could prosper, we could create and it could prosper, that will keep our children from uh, going through just these harsh life cycles that are occurring in this age. You know, we deal with children that are done wrong as far as molested you know these children you know they hate the color of their skin you know they they feel alone you know what are some things that we can start to teach because this is about educational curriculums what do you think are some things that we can start teaching and implementing in these children's lives so that 
we can make for a better world. I, um, another another uh, way we can um, reach out to kids, sports. Sports sports build character. Um, sports, uh, it definitely was able to mold and teach me a, a better mix. I was able, because even with, with my coach, you know, even though we had our ups and downs, mm-hmm. um, I learned a lot from my basketball coach. Okay. Coach, coach Troop. Coach Troop definitely... Taught taught me, you know, how I should carry myself. Like I said, I also I also um, grew up in a one parent household. Okay. And so you know, with me having my basketball coach and many of other um, male role models I had, as far as like my big brothers and stuff like that, um, they were able to really teach me some things. Okay. So let me ask you this. I I hate to jump back, but I did just recall you saying you grew up in a one-parent household. Did you grow up with your mother or your father? My mother. Okay, so um, do you have any other siblings? Yes, I have an older sister and a younger brother. Okay. So what are some things you experienced growing up just, you know, being raised by your mother and not having a father figure there? I experienced that I had to teach a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff myself as far as like being a man like as far as, far as like at home because um like i said my mom she did my mom was, a, was an amazing woman she mm-hmm. she 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 did she really raised my me and my siblings the best she could and we turned we all turned out great mm-hmm. but th- it was still times that i wanted to you know do things that I know my mom couldn't like teach me how to play basketball or take me fishing or you know, show me how to do the yard, or show me how to fix things, or show me how to change my tire on my on my car. There, there are things that I know that having a male a male figure there that we all mm-hmm. need or or crave. Okay. And I, and I definitely growing up, I craved that, but I I may do what I do, and I, and I taught myself a lot of things. Uh huh. But like I said, that that's that's where those leadership mm-hmm. um, qualities come in, come into play. A lot of kids will either just sit there and just and so a lot of kids won't even make the effort to try to even teach themselves. Okay. They, they feel like they oh if I if I'm not gonna learn I just won't learn it. Right. I I, I know I know kids today who don't even have their driver's license. Mm-hmm. Twenty, twenty five, twenty one. I do too. Thirties. Thirties. <laughs> I was like, come I on do now. too. Come on now, and just say like, yeah. Get it together. together Gather yourself. You're getting old now. You're getting up in age. I ain't got your permit yet. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I definitely... Okay. So, have you ever dealt with a young child that questioned their worth? Um, And what was that experience like? I've definitely had um, uh, kids come to me. True story. (laughs) I've definitely had kids come to me and... um, Tell me about um, how they feel. How they're not, they're not loved, or they're they're not appreciated, or they feel down about themselves because they feel like they don't they don't get the amount of love attention at home, or they feel like that people don't compliment them enough at school, or they, or they feel like that they're not good enough to do this and they're not good enough to that. And I always tell them like, who who makes you? Who has the final say? To tell you that what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. The only person that can stop you from doing something you want to do or is you. Mm-hmm. you Absolutely. You are the only. You are the only person stopping you. You cannot allow 
You can you cannot allow people to stop you from doing something you really feel like you should do. Can I come back to your class? <laughs> Please. Right. Sometimes I still need a little reassurance. I just right. need to drop through sometimes. Just okay. lay it on. Yeah, it's okay. But like I say, it's okay to it's okay to vent mm-hmm. to your teachers about certain things because you know, age comes wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot, a lot of, a lot of, I feel like a lot of teachers. Well, some teachers have a lot of wisdom to give. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, I definitely got a great kick out of this. Um, This is very refreshing. Mm -hmm. I do feel like we have come up with a couple of solutions and given the audience a a lot of clarity on, you know, just uh, educational curriculums and just how, you know, children can benefit and how they have uh, benefited from you. But um, hopefully, you know, teachers around the world, will hear this and um you know it might give them a little pep might you know make them a little more aware to be a little more assertive and you know loving and um you know just ask those you know just be a little more aware of those issues that they might not pay attention to because I can definitely see how some teachers may you know sometimes a job is just a job you know, and teachers, they go to work just like we go clock into our nine to five and they, you know, they teach that what they're supposed to teach and they go on home. But it definitely starts a lot deeper than that because you guys are shaping our next generation and it is very important. And um, we definitely have to continue to make the stride towards creating a better educational system, uh, pushing for better programming for these children that are dealing with issues, even the children that are having great times. But we definitely have to strive towards, you know, just creating a a more loving world, a more peaceful planet so that we won't be dealing with the same issues that we have been dealing with for years, hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. So I do want to thank you again for joining me on my wonderful podcast. Thank thank you so much for the opportunity. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I I, I learned, even though you feel like I was teaching you, you taught me a lot as well. I learned a lot. I learned, I definitely learned a lot today and I definitely can't wait for the next podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.